And I gotta speak up, and I gotta believe, and I gotta stand up, cause it could've been me, by the way that I look, from the color they see, I can never shut up, cause it could've been me. Hey everyone, welcome back to Grace and Growth, I'm your host, Balen Gad, and I wanted to take a break from the Enneagram series this week to have a conversation with two of my friends, Oscar and Sean, about everything that has been going on. Um, I wanted to hear from their perspective and they also just released a song called It Could Have Been Me. It is so powerful and you were just listening to it in the very beginning of this intro. I look forward to talking more about it with you guys, um, but why don't you guys just start by sharing how you've been feeling this week, um, what thoughts have been going through your mind, what emotions? For me, it's just like it happened again, but the the, the thing that I've seen happen the most like this time around, especially with the pandemic going on, a lot of people are unemployed. You've seen like a lot more collectiveness, at least on social media and stuff for about like and stuff like that. And I don't know, I just it feels different this time as opposed to like when Trayvon Martin uh, passed away and uh, other black men were unlawfully killed. It just feels like okay, everybody sees what's going on and everybody's striving for one goal. And that goal is just to, I don't I don't know what that goal is right now, if it's to rework the system. There's a lot of theories and ideas going on right now, but it's just, it feels like there's a lot more collectiveness going on with this whole movement that we've seen over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have definitely run through just the whole spectrum of emotions. Um, when, like, when I first saw the George video, like, there's very few times in my life I've ever been that just like enraged. Like I don't really get like very angry often, but it like it like broke me. Like I was like mad. Um and I think just like obviously I can only speak on behalf of myself, but I think the overall collective state of African Americans is just like tired. Like it's like like he was saying this is like another go round. It's like every whether it be every two months two weeks whatever the period looks like it's like oh another unarmed um black person killed unlawfully whether it be by a neighborhood vigilante or like law enforcement officers um so it definitely like my first emotion was definitely just a lot of pain and hurt because i was like this is this just keeps happening over and over again um but then after i had some time to reflect um, I think that that I agree with Oscar and that this go round does feel different. Um, I think a lot of leaders are looking at our generation as like the generation that can make a change. And I think that as much as we look at all the negative aspects of social media often, I think that is like has been our biggest catalyst in our movement because because the video has been played all over the world, 18 countries protesting, 50 different states and all of this. And I think that the world is finally like taking a stand on justice, which is like the vision that MLK had that like his entire purpose behind peaceful protesting is to, to not just punch the person who punches you back, but to like shine a light on the injustices. And I think social media helps us shine that light. And so people who aren't even necessarily affected are finally like taking the stance we need them to. And like when we were all in like eighth or ninth grade and like Trayvon happened, 
people started saying Black Lives Matter and it was like the most like controversial statement, like, oh no, all that's not. And a lot of people are still debating that today, but I think that people are starting to understand that statement and it's becoming like a lot more okay or acceptable to say that than like it was before um, because they understand we're not saying that other lives don't matter. We're saying that these specific group is being treated like it doesn't matter. So we need to make that proclamation. Um, so I, I'm hopeful. I think that this time can be different um, and that, that people will continue to use their platforms to make change. Yeah. Um, talking about people using their platforms, I know both of you guys make music and you guys just released a song. Um, and so I want to talk about that. I know um, like some of the lyrics are, I got to speak up. I got to believe. I got to stand up because it could have been me. And I just think that phrase is just so powerful. Um, I also know like in your, um, in like the picture of your single, like you guys put, like y'all both put um, photos of both of you guys along with Trayvon and Ahmad and George. So um, I know that was intentional. So um, I just want to know like, um, like what, what like was the thought process behind the lyrics and, and the song? Um, yeah. Yeah. So the timing was crazy because I FaceTimed Sean like a day or two after, like, well, no, no, no. Like when the Ahmad Aubrey thing became really big, we were just talking about, he was just jogging. Like he was just minding his business, just taking a jog in the neighborhood. And then like, I just came to him with the idea, you know, like, and we both agreed, like, it could, like, it doesn't matter just based on how we look. It's like, it could have been us. So uh, that's just kind of where the idea came from. And then uh, Sean, I sent him the beat and then Sean started to write. And then uh, around that time when, I think it was around the time you were done writing, that's when George Floyd passed. Yeah. So then it was just like, dang, like this, this is just going to be like just an idea that we were just going to put out initially. But like me and Sean were both like, yeah, we got to get this out now just to reach uh, – as many people as we can and just give i know for me personally uh like some of my friends that may listen to my music okay like wow like it's big it's like it's a bigger picture as opposed to just i don't know just another black mm -hmm. man and just realize that our encounters with the police aren't the same for somebody that's white or anybody else like that so yeah that's kind of how the idea came about and then as far as the pictures go, um, I, you, the person to my left is somebody that I've known for a long time. His, his name is Miles. And uh, I've known him for 13 years. And I've had the exact same conversations with Sean about uh, just minding our business and losing our life. And this, that's, the fact that that's a reality that we have to face is heartbreaking. So, yeah, that's just kind of how I came about. So you can give yeah yeah um so yeah like i've been using like i was off social media for the last like six months and then in march i decided to like make a new instagram and so like around within like a month of me hopping back onto social media is when all this craziness started happening um but i just kind of made up my mind that like if I'm going to be on here, like I'm going to use my platform, I'm going to use whatever, whoever my, my small sphere of influence, whoever that may be to like, to shine, like I was saying, shine light on these injustices. Um, and so 
when a mod happened, I was really, really heartbroken. Um, really, really heartbroken. And so I like I had written something because um, writing is always something that just helps me process my emotions, no matter what it is that I go through. Like, and a lot of that, there's a lot of songs that like I'll never release that I just needed like in a therapeutic way to just like get out how I'm feeling. And so I wrote like something um, immediately after a mod. Um, but it was more of like a spoken word. It wasn't intended to be a song. And so I went and shared that on Instagram. Um, and after I put that up, like that's when me and Oscar talked and he was like, yo, like that sparked some ideas and different stuff like that. Um, so he FaceTimed me and we, like he said, like we talked about this whole thing and just how it truly could have been us. And like, I've had personal actual experiences where I've been stopped by the police for no reason. Like I could tell you that that full story and I couldn't give you a reason why he stopped me. And honestly, like my behavior in the encounter is probably the only thing that like spared me from being arrested or, or hurt. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where we were at. Um, and then he was like, he's going to start trying to cook something up. And I always love working with Oscar. Like he's literally my he's my guy, like my favorite producer to work with. Um, so he like sent me over the beat um, after he'd finished making it. And then he said like, he had this idea for like some clips, like an MLK clip or something in the, in the intro. And I was like, yes, sir. Like I knew we were on the same wavelength. Um, and he had just, we had said on the call, like it could have been me, but we didn't like come up with a song title or anything together. But when he sent me the beat file, it was called it could have been me and i already knew like where to go so that's when i wrote all the lyrics and the and the chorus and the bridge and the verses and everything um just talking about like my experience um talking about the reality of being a black male and moreover just a black person in this country um and my lens and my perspective um as a christian but also just facing the realities of the life that i have to live every day um and so that's kind of how I, I wrote all the lyrics um, and I got it back to him. And then right at that time that we were making the song, like he said, is when George happened and Brianna happened, rest in peace. Um, and so it was just like hitting us, like getting slapped in the face over and over again. Um, and we were like, we have to, we have to put this out right now. Um, and on the cover art, he asked me to send like myself and then a, one of my friends, cause the top row is all the victims. Um, to my right is actually someone who has passed away. Um, I didn't even tell Oscar this, but he's one of my best friends um, who, who passed away in October from gun violence. Um, and so I thought this was a perfect way to, to honor his legacy. He was my, my childhood best friend. Um, so yeah, I just think that, that we, we both were very motivated to come together um, and, and use whatever small sphere of influence, whatever platform, whatever it looks like to just speak up and, and speak out and and honestly just give people insight on what it's like to to live live as a black person in america yeah yeah that's so important and i i'm so grateful like you both made that song i think a lot of the times it's really easy to like um distance yourself from everything that's happening and you don't even realize like people you know are experiencing that same thing um and I I think a lot of the times like people just say like oh I'm not racist or like rhetoric like that and the reality is like the opposite of being racist is not 
not being racist. It's being anti-racist. Um, and, and I think like a lot of the times people just create that category for themselves. And it's like, what does not being racist mean? Like what, like, because for me, it just means like you're complacent. It just means like, like you might not say anything racist, but like you don't want to fix the issue that's happening and you don't even want to acknowledge that it's happening. Um, and, um, I, I love the quote by Brene Brown. She talks about how comfort and courage, like they don't, they don't coexist. Like you can either have comfort or you can have courage, but you can't have both. And I think like now is a time for people to be courageous and to speak up and to do the hard work of learning and hearing from people of color. Um, and I think a lot of, a lot of people like really do want to do that. Um, so I want to know for you guys, like what is something, something or like if, what can people do or, or say um, to, to, I guess, not I don't I don't think we could like fix the problem all at once but we can fix what's happening in our own communities and change our own world maybe not the whole world but our own world so um uh, yeah what what would you guys have to say to that I guess from my point of view I don't have all the answers personally but I guess one big thing that I wanted to use especially with my music is just awareness in general just a, knowing that the problem is there and then addressing it whether it be different outlets, whether it's like what we're doing here with the podcast or like what we're doing with music or any other platform that anybody else may use, just knowing that the problem exists and sitting down and talking with people that may not understand or um, stuff like that, just to make sure people know like, hey, this is why I can't do this here and you can or stuff like that. And um like I know for me personally, I've had conversations over this past week about, uh, you know, oh, why should this be a race issue when George Floyd died or something like that? But um, just understanding that, you know, that racism dates back way farther back over hundreds and hundreds of years. And that plays a role in everything that happens today and I think more and people more and more people are starting to understand that and I guess just using our platform like it's like Son said um just to address that is important to me so yeah that's kind of how I look at it yeah yeah um I saw social media has just been huge in this so I've seen a lot of as much as I've seen a lot of terrible posts, I've seen a lot of awesome ones as well. Um, and one one that I saw that was going around a lot was a revolution has many lanes. Um, some are protesting, some are donating, um, some are having those uncomfortable conversations with that uncle that they've always known was low-key racist, but they didn't want to say anything about it. Um, or having conversations, intentional conversations with your African-American friends, asking them about their experience. Um, and and like like we've been saying, using using whatever sphere of influence that God has given you um, to, to speak out on these injustices. But I think I think that's the key. I think that there's so many different ways to help. Um, and as someone who like um wants to lead, I try and like stretch myself and do a hundred different things at one time, which sometimes leads to my own demise. Um, but I think that if each person can just take 
like focus and be intentional about, okay, this is one way that I know I have a resource in this way, or I have a platform in this way or whatever I've been given in this way. And I'm going to use that to seek injustice, um, to, to seek justice and to seek the, the destruction of injustice. And so whether that be LeBron James posting because the whole world watches anytime LeBron James posts and he's been putting up super powerful stuff um, or the NFL players demanding that the NFL um, um, recant their statements about how Colin Kaepernick's peaceful protests were wrong. That's just different people using their platforms. Um, for us, us three, it's podcast and music. Um, but I think just just taking the 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 gifting, the platform, whatever God has given you to to speak out against injustice um, and to be intentional about just viewing people in the light that they're supposed to be viewed. I think in America, especially, it's so easy to take topics like this and be like, oh, far right, far left, uh, Democrat, this, yeah. Republican, this. This is not about <laughs> Democrat or Republican. To me. Yeah. This is human beings who are living, breathing, beings dying death simple as that like and it should not be happening so as a nation how do we address this population of the country that is dying there's nothing else like there's not a yeah. lot of complication to it like if you're a human being and you have a pumping living heart like you should care about other human beings and so we should not want to see them die and I think that we take it from all these different angles, black versus white and this versus that. But like for me, it's the kingdom of light versus the kingdom of darkness. Like simple as that. This is something that is wrong. Death, murder is wrong no matter who you are. Um, so I think like sometimes I step back and I'm like reading these comments and stuff and I'm like, are we actually sitting here like arguing about like a human being's life? Like, is that what we're actually doing? Like he, he had detention in fifth grade or something, so he deserved to die. Like, what are you talking about? You know? So I think just like focusing our eyes on using what we have to make a change um, and, and loving people truly regardless of, of what they look like. Yeah, yeah, to add on what you yeah. said real quick, I think that's the most frustrating part. It's just the fact that it's common sense. Like, it's just, we don't want people to die. And that's just like the part that it's just frustrating to everybody else. That's just common sense. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. It's like, I, I saw a quote on Twitter, but I just don't remember. It's like, you know, you made an idol out of your politics when like you start making this about like, right versus left when it's really about like what's like righteousness versus what's yeah. evil like there's no why are you bringing politics into this it's not about politics it's about people yeah. and yeah like i um i'm always reminded like god did not create hierarchy he did not create systems he did not create institutions we created that stuff and he's he cares more about relationships than he does about power and if we start caring more about like who's in power, like the right versus the left, then we do about the people dying. Like, that's how we know we just like, we we went so far from what the the, the object, like the objective was. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I also know like, um, faith is really important for both of you. So um, like in this season, like, what do you feel like God has just been telling you? Like, what do you, how do you feel like faith has played into all of this? Um, yeah. Um. I know one word that he's throughout throughout this whole well this year in general is just patience. So just being patient with people, 
um, with how you approach things and understanding that it may not happen right away. Just being patient and knowing that he's got this and taking time out to slow down with your relations, with music and stuff like that, just in general, just taking time out to think about it. Okay. If I approach this person angry, like, like I'm angry, then they may not get the message that I'm really trying to bring across. But if I take time out, understand their side and then tell them, you know, this is how you need to look at it. It's not about this, but it's about this, about life and death. And then you can really start to see change in that person or just with everything going on in general. So yeah, patience is the key thing for me that I think God's laid on my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, like my first response, like I said, like at the beginning of all of this, I was very like angry. And so if you want to like Christian justify it, you go and look at all the scriptures of David, who's like, the wicked shall be destroyed and all this stuff. And you're like, yeah, like God doesn't like the stuff that you're doing, but it's so much more than that. And now that I've gotten time to reflect, it's like Jesus came to seek and save the lost. Jesus came to defend the oppressed. I saw this, another post has just been awesome. Another one I saw was like, Jesus came and died because all lives do matter. But with his actions, what did Jesus say? Jesus said lepers matter. Jesus said prostitutes matter. Jesus said tax collectors matter, you know? And like, even in the story of the prodigal son, the prodigal, the, the father is standing there with a sign that says, prodigal sons matter. The son comes over, he's mad. And he's like, no, hashtag all sons matter. And he's like, this is not about you right now. Like there's a specific group of people. There's a specific person, whoever it may be, whose life matters and they all matter. But because this one specifically is in danger, it is crucial. It is our responsibility, it is our duty to seek this. And I think that people are like, oh, Sean, like when did you get into activism all you're doing is like posting all this stuff one like i'm just fighting for my life because i am a black man in america who has to live with these realities but two as a christian if this was the mexican american population for example being attacked and murdered in the street i would still be speaking out just as loudly even if it wasn't my voice why is that it's because as christians we are called to seek justice and worship and justice go hand in hand mercy and justice go hand in hand um, and a lot of people see it as like Old Testament is with all the verses of justice and New Testament is just like God's grace. But Paul is so clear in so many letters that literally two things that you never thought like worship and justice go hand in hand. And only the true worshipers are those who seek justice. And so if I'm walking with God to pursue this justice, like, like that Micah 6, 8 verse, um, then I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to pursue justice in my relationship with God because that's what God wants. We're walking towards this purpose. And so I think for me, it's just kind of been a lot of different thoughts, but I think the Holy Spirit's been guiding me in just ultimately doing unto others what you would want them to do to you, like it talks about. Um, and so that looks like whether this affects me or it doesn't affect me, I'm going to do everything I possibly can to spread awareness, to be the light. I saw this super cool post on Instagram today and it was like, it was this white lady and she went to Target. She goes, buys like uh, Starbucks or whatever. She's walking out of Target. Her and a black man, this like happened like last week. Her and a black man are walking out of Target at like the same time. 
the beepers on the like uh, sensors go off, but neither of them like stole anything. So they're both like looking confused. The staff of the target come up and they're like, they don't say anything to her. And she's like, do you need to like check my purse or whatever? Um, and they're, she, they're like, no, you're free to go. And she's like, no, but like, I, like, don't you wanna like sort it out? And they're like, no, you're free to go. And they start like questioning and harassing the black man. And she's sitting there wondering like, we both walked through at the same time. We both like didn't take anything. Why are they particularly coming at me? And so after the whole situation goes down, they discover the black man did not steal anything. And so they both go, they turn off the sensors and the two of them are talking after they walk out of the store. And she's like, he's like, would you have noticed this like two months ago? And she's like, no. And he's like, that's the key. Just a little, a little change makes the difference. So she didn't, she would have not even noticed that prejudice against him that happens in our everyday reality, our everyday encounters, but because of social media posts, because of donations, because of everything that that we are doing that we think isn't making a difference, she was aware. And awareness is key. And awareness is what gives you the ability to fight against injustice. So I think thought that was like a super cool story because we could post Instagram stories all day and send all these texts and tell people, donate here and sign this petition. But then you're tired at the end of the day and you're like, am I really making a difference in this world of 8 billion people? But little stories like that, like give me encouragement that awareness brings change and so just continuing to use use our platforms to make change yeah i completely agree with that it's like um i think we don't realize how many narratives have been fed to us about other people and sometimes they're so subconscious that we don't even realize that we have them and i think just being aware of those um like biases or prejudice we might have and like being able to call them out um I think is really, I think really does like matter and it, it does create a change. Um, yeah, I I remember like my first reaction to all of this was like, like you said, Sean, it was anger. Like I was yeah. so angry. Like I just, I was like, mm, Lord, I don't know how I'm gonna deal with this. But like God has just reminded me over and over again that like he's not asking me to do anything that he hasn't already mm. done for me. He's not asking me to forgive other people like without his help, like he has already forgiven me. And because he has forgiven me, I can forgive people who are ignorant. I can forgive people who have biases that they don't even realize it. I can forgive people who have biases and they do realize it because that was like, because he forgave me. And because, I mean, I know I hurt the heart of God so many times just with my unconscious like doings. And so I can forgive people who don't even realize that they're hurting me with, with their actions. Yeah, so yeah. Well, um, thank you guys so much for taking the time to talk and, and just have a conversation on this. Um, yeah, I'm really grateful for the both of you and just everything y'all are doing with your music and um, just the way that you're you're using your platform to be a light during this time. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Could it be me until justice rolls on, until we're really free? I refuse to be silent because it could have been me. Till the dream is fulfilled, until equals achieve, I just gotta speak up because it could have been.